Welcome to the Abundant Wellness with Andrea podcast from surviving to thriving in mind, body, and spirit. Hey there, I'm Andrea Jones, registered nurse, functional hormone coach, inner healing and deliverance pastor, and most importantly, wife and mother of two beautiful girls. This podcast is really a conversation about how to discover and walk in an abundant life that God has laid out for us while processing what I call the messy middle, pain and overcoming things in our life that are hard in order to nurture all of the parts of you so that you can walk in abundant wellness in all areas. Welcome to another episode of the Abundant Wellness Podcast. Today's recording is actually a snippet from a private coaching call in the Keys to Emotional Freedom coaching program. If you are not familiar yet with the Keys to Emotional Freedom um, group coaching program, this is a monthly subscription uh, where I walk you through really the keys to understanding your mind, your body, and your spirit, Um, integrating your emotions with your faith. Um, and not being controlled by one or the other. So in this episode or in this little snippet of the coaching call, I was helping a client process through some grief and loss and uh, breaking away from any like misperceptions that we have about our goal having to be that we are always calm, always relaxed, never have distressing emotions in order to have a deep and meaningful relationship with Christ. So I hope that this episode blesses you. Make sure to listen all the way through and um, please go to my Instagram page, The Abundant Wellness Podcast, and leave a comment letting me know what was the most impactful for you. It's not going to leave the work unfinished in you. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's the tension of humanity. Right. We're not done yet. And so so it, and in that tension, there is hope because we have Christ in us mm-hmm. and the re- his resurrected body in us. Right. Mm-hmm. Which means that nothing in my life is untouched by that resurrection power unless I absolutely refuse it. Mm-hmm. I actually had a moment this morning where um, I had kind of I had a trigger that I was working through regarding my daughter and Normally I would, I would step into like, dang it, I haven't worked through this hard enough. Like I should be over this trigger. I shouldn't be anxious. I shouldn't blah, 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 blah. And I had this thought that it was me speaking to myself, but I know that the Holy Spirit kind of prompted me to hear myself. And it was my wiser mind, my frontal lobe that was actually getting through my limbic system. Right. That was, you know, what would it look like to just be present to your pain right now? Like Mm -hmm. quit avoiding it. Quit pretending that, you know, you're not anxious. What would it look like to be present to your pain? And I was like, I just let myself be present to the pain and I'm driving to school and I'm listening to The Shadow of Shaddai, which is a phenomenal song. And of course, I'm like, try not to cry while I'm, you know, choking up because it's so good. And that's all I needed was to just allow God Mm -hmm. to be present with me in that space And that is actually how we heal. You're learning to be present Mm -hmm. and attuned to yourself and knowing your limitations and knowing that as much as we want that dopamine reward, right, of doing all the things and checking all the boxes and filling everybody's needs, that's actually not going to satisfy in this season. And it's a beautiful thing. It's very challenging, though. There's a lot of undoing that's happening. and, And it's beautiful 
to be in that space, you'll find yourself craving that rest and craving that like, oh, that deep breath that I've been needing to that deep, like even a physiologic sigh, right? Mm -hmm. Is what my body's been telling me that I've needed all this time. Mm -hmm. And I just need to get back to that place. So God, what does it look like to breathe, you know, in this season and create breathing room? Because it's the crux of walking through difficult things, right? Is we have attached our hope to the outcome and which is natural to do because we can't actually live without hope. Um, We can't, I mean, I know people that try to live without hope and it doesn't, they're miserable, right? It's, it's really difficult to live without hope. And so it's natural to attach it to something that we can see or imagine or believe for. Um, And I don't think it's wrong to hope. That's not what I'm saying. Like, it's not wrong to want healing in your body, you know, or to believe that, like, for me, it's a constant tension of like, I'm going to continue to be pushing for more for my daughter, because what kind of God would I serve if I didn't? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have to believe for that. And then I have to live in the tension of not being there yet. And so what am I attaching myself to in the process, right? What is the hope that I'm attaching myself to in the process? If it can't be the outcome, it has to be something else, right? And it doesn't mean that I let go of the hope for a good outcome. It means that I'm living in that space in between of God being my anchor and what is the truth that he wants to establish and firmly like set in place in my life so that until the day comes, right? I think it says in Hebrews 11 that these um, courageous man of faith, they never saw faith's reward and yet they believed. And it's like, and they were known as like the great crowd of cloud of witnesses that is making intercession on behalf of the saints. Like I may never get to whatever X place is, but if my reward is walking with Jesus and having this hope as an anchor in my soul, that's something that is established over time, right? It's established over you building a history with God. It's tension. And actually, it's so funny that we're talking about this because I was, there was a, a video clip that I watched like a couple months ago it was Torin Wells. I don't know if you've, he's a singer, um, but he was actually talking about the only way to make music is with tension. If you think about it, if there's no tension on a piano chord, you won't hear anything. Like you won't, it'll just be like, a clunk, you know, there's no tension on a violin, you'll hear no music, no resonance, no vibrato. If there's no tension in your voice, you can't actually sing. It's the tension that creates the sound or the frequency or the vibration that we're trying to listen to. And what he came back to in that moment of like, get rid of the idea that living in tension means you're doing something wrong. We're in that tension for a reason. And I think we probably will be until we go meet Jesus. Like there's always going to be some tension that we're living in, but it doesn't feel very good to be there. Right. Because it feels like there's a wrestle going on. There's a, it feels like struggle. It feels like mess. And most of us don't like that. (laughs) I don't like that personally. I'm coming to accept it more, but you know, I believe that God wants us to walk in wholeness and healing. And that's why the tension is so hard because it's painful um, to not have hope realized. Right. But it's where we're continually coming back to that foundation of our faith in who does God want to be for me right now? If it's not going to be this, 
outcome that I'm hoping for, then what is it that there's always an exchange? Does that make sense? There's always something better, good that he's anchoring us in. We all want to feel like time can close like, you know, that 2023 to 2024 at midnight, we can just close that door on all the things that are messy and unfinished. And because it feels nice to do that, right? It's like I was, um, I vacuumed and steam cleaned the carpet. And I tell you what, like there is nothing more satisfying than seeing that dirt get sucked up. And that's what we yeah. want with our lives. Like we want that immediate gratification of like, I'm going to suck up this dirt and then I'm going to empty that. And like, you can see it, it's a visual. Um, we can't see that oftentimes, like that growth or that progress in our own self, right? But we want yeah. that immediate gratification of like, it's done, it's finished. I'm not in process anymore. She processed, trying to reconcile, right? The yuck of 2023, mm. the mistakes we made, the choices that we made, you know, that led to burnout or pain or dysfunction or whatever, and wanting to set appropriate goals for like, what do I really like? What is God? What is God's finger on? Like, that's my question is like, forget my goals. Like, what is God putting his finger on? Um, because that's where the grace is going to be, you know, that's where there's going to be actually, you know, an anointing or the empowering presence of Jesus, to actually walk through that thing. I wanted to share with you one of my top products that I love to use to not only nourish my organs, but restore minerals and just provide a really rich supply of vitamins um, to help my body be strong and healthy. And that is the Paleo Valley Organ Complex. So these are organic, uh, obviously animal-based products that actually help to nourish the body and are a great way to replenish minerals, um, help with hair growth, nails, skin, um, but really just keeping your organs really nice and healthy. So if you want to get 15% off the Paleo Valley Organic Complex, just click the link in the show notes and that will take you directly to the checkout where you get that percentage off. Sometimes it's like we want to put everything in this like perfectly packaged box, right? And be like, I'm just going to tie this up in a pretty bow, send it off and be like, good riddance, you know? <laughs> but really when we're talking about like unraveling our emotions or just even being in touch with our own humanity, right? That we have pain, we have sorrow, we have, you know, I, I don't think it's by accident that Jesus was known as the man of sorrows. There's something that we have access to as an emotional resource by knowing that he also had these, you know, grief experiences, right? And probably mm -hmm. that far outweighed our own because he was carrying the weight of the world and the weight of resurrection and all of these different things that we don't have to experience, thank God, but we still experience enormous amounts of pain, right? And so I think there's this invitation to step into, instead of like wanting to have wishful thinking or magical thinking, I'll just call it where it's like, I'm never going to feel grief. I'm never going to feel trauma. I have two children now, but I lost three in between them. And I still have body memories that come up from that from time to time. And it's not, thankfully, this big, overwhelming, traumatic thing anymore. But to deny my humanity is not what God is asking. He's asking for me to invite him in 
to this place. And so um, this is what actually Andy Kolber, she wrote this incredible book. It's called Compassionate Resourcing. And it's basically where you are aware of where you want to be, but you are compassionate with where you are right now. What are the internal and external resources that I need to access to be compassionate with myself the way that Christ is compassionate with me, the way that he is sitting with me right now, the way that he is speaking over me right now. Mm -hmm. And I would probably break that down into like, what are the emotional resources I need? What are the physical resources I need? What are the spiritual resources that I need? The physical resources you need are probably more in the area of rest and slowing Mm -hmm. down your pace instead of just rushing ahead. Right. And Mm -hmm. sometimes our body has a weird way of informing us that that needs to happen. What would it look like? That would be the question I would ask myself to be compassionately resourcing myself into this new year. No, I'm not happy that I'm bringing grief in with me to 2024. I wish that I could slam the door on that and not be experiencing all of these things. But unfortunately, that's not how we're wired. But I but I think there's there is an invitation you know, for all of us, whoever that resonates with, to realistically look at the challenges that we're walking through and say, how does God want to meet me in this challenge? Instead of me putting a demand on him and saying, this is my word for the year and we're going to get after it and I'm going to go buy a new planner and I'm going to map it all out. It is not going to help me emotionally. So, so if you're there, I, (laughs) there is very much a tension that we're kind of walking in right now. So Compassionate resourcing. What does it look like to enter this new season, like fully accepting yourself as Christ has accepted you, but knowing that he's you where you are. And that requires being present with our emotions, being honest with where we're truly at and what we're struggling with so that we can invite him in. Um, if this is part of the journey that you're on and you're wanting to really understand your emotional health, you're really wanting to understand how to engage the Lord, engage Jesus, engage the Holy Spirit in this process for true mind, body, and spirit uh, recovery and healing, then I invite you to check out the link below um, to the Keys to Emotional Freedom monthly subscription. This is our monthly coaching group where we are working through real real life problems in real time with very real uh, tools that are helpful in all areas of your life. So I hope that this episode blessed you. Stay tuned for more on this topic in episodes to come.